Welcome back, y'all, to episode 115 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. And today is no exception. So sit back, relax, and listen, and let's get into it. Alright, so Kanye is back in the news, or better known as Ye. Um, he went on a podcast on Monday, which is the Tim Pool podcast with, with um, Milo Jankovic, Milo Jankovic, I can't even talk, and Nick um, Fuentes, and you know, for me, like, I really don't follow this stuff as much as others, apparently. Um, I guess Nick Fuentes is a right-wing, radical, alt-right um, guy. He looks pretty nerdy. I watched a couple videos on him, and he's considered to be a white supremacist. And him and Milo Yantovich and Kanye West were on a podcast for a short period of time. Before the questions got some type of worked up, Kanye felt, I guess, triggered or identifying that his truth wasn't being heard, whatever, and walked out. Um, It's just like, what's interesting about this story is these gentlemen had dinner with President Donald Trump um, a few days prior. I guess Ye was originally invited, and then Nick Fuentes showed up with Milo as their guest to have dinner with him. And... I can honestly say it just seems like a very motley crew. Um, And honestly, like, it's really hard for me to make sense of any of this and put it into a context that's like, that's like digestible. Because, you know, if you look at Kanye in the last few, the last month, it's really almost been like some type of spiral where he's just been having to go and preach this message, you know. The anti-Semite stuff is happening and what he's saying. And he went on Lex Friedman's podcast. And that in itself was really difficult to watch. I mean, I was, I didn't really understand what I was watching. And now for him to tie up with Milo and Nick Fuentes, it's like, I, I mean, you know, is Kanye going to make a run for president for 2024? Presumably he had dinner with Trump and tried to say, Trump be my running mate, but I mean, if Kanye was president, that would be quite, it'd be like a whole different level of that. I can't even really put it into words how that would even look, but it's like the way they stormed off this podcast made under no sense. I was actually listening to it and it wasn't anything that was crazy. I mean, everyone asked Kanye questions, but I guess they really weren't really allowing Kanye to ramble and have all these crazy thoughts. And Tim Pool was legit, like, asking him questions and, and essentially holding him accountable. I mean, it's his show. If you're going to go on somebody's show, um, you know, you got to have some respect for being on that show. And after listening to it, I mean, you can listen to you want, but, man, I don't know what's going to happen to Ye. It just seems like this story keeps getting crazier and crazier. He was in Grizz. He was in Ferry, West Virginia. Then he was in Maryland. But it's like, I really feel like Kanye is the type of person at some point, you're just going to be driving down the road. Okay. Like you just woke up. It could be LA. It could be DC. It could be Oklahoma City. 
and you're just going to be driving, have a cup of coffee. It's like 8.30, okay? You're going to look out at a dude at a traffic light, okay? And he's going to be holding a freaking sign. And it's going to say, yay, 2024. And you're going to look at him. Because if you look at what Kanye is wearing right now, the clothes look like they are like my clothes I wear when I like used to work outside. He has these boots. He has a hoodie on. And he's going to look like that, and you're going to look for one second. He's going to have this hat, and he's going to be wearing this thing in his mouth, and you're going to be like, yo, that is Kanye West, and it says Kanye 2024. And it's going to be written in, like, like a, um, like it's going to be written on the side of a box. And you're going to be like, wow. And you're literally going to be like, is this art? Or is he really running for president? Like, that's really where we're at right now. Like, what I just described to you is where Kanye West's career is, or yay. Where you really have no idea what's going on. You're kind of intrigued. It's a little bit awkward. And he's doing a lot of stuff that makes no sense. And he's talking about things where you're like, I don't even know what's going on. Um, what was really interesting is kind of like... Tim Pool's overview because he talked about it a little bit more on his podcast. And yes, this is a podcast about a podcast. And for me, it's just kind of like processing it out loud because I'm like, what am I, what am I witnessing? Um, and he was saying, yay was like super chill, super normal down in the pre-show. They're eating cookies, talking, going over everything. And then when he got in the show, he just went, and, you know, it's like, I've seen multiple interviews with yay now and yay doesn't know how to be the quiet guy in the room or just the listener. It's like, he is just constantly talking. It's like, I also looked at the interview with Tucker Carlson and it's like Tucker Carlson asked him three questions and he talked for two hours. <laughs> like, I mean, he did, wasn't like, and it wasn't even probing questions, you know, very general stuff. So if you look at a trajectory from that interview to Lex Friedman to now, and now he's with Milo and, Nick Fuentes, ah, just picture it, Kanye at a traffic light with a sign that says Kanye for president 2024 slash Trump. I think that's kind of the best way to show where we're at right now with Kanye and where we are trying to make sense of what's happening. Um, so that is kind of my two cents on that. It's still really crazy. I mean, when you hear him talk and you hear him rant and you hear him go on and on and on and you're like, you're just trying to make, like, there's no reason. I don't even understand it, you know? So I guess Spotify does this thing every year where they kind of like, um, it's really weird how it's like a nostalgic thing for me and it's only been going on for a year and a half, but where you look back at all your music of the year and what you've listened to. And and it's like everyone is always like in the 85 to 95 percentile of listening the most. I think it's some, like a listening trick. I don't know anyone who like says Spotify only listen 10%, but they throw out these percentages and you just think it's real. And coming through it, it's like their two biggest streaming artists of the year is Taylor Swift and Bad Bunny. <laughs> and... You know, it's like really interesting, but those two are like the mega stars right now on Spotify. Bad Bunny is hot. I mean, in South America, when I was there, like his concerts are selling out like crazy. I think he made like 150 million in one month off of shows. So he's definitely like making his money and 
good for him, you know, and it's just, that's kind of what's going on. Also, also, I guess South Korea scrambled their jets about 13 hours ago um, because Russia and China warplanes came into the defense zone. Really interesting. You know, I don't even know. You know, it's, just, it's crazy to think, you know, like you hear all these things and accusations about how Russia and China aren't speaking with each other. There's issues, but they're running military jets in the South Korea where they're running in the defensive zones. Obviously, they do it to see what happens. They're testing the capabilities of South Korea and they're just they're just making sure. I honestly think they do this just to determine if their pilots still have an edge, because if you think about. Chinese pilots, I mean, they haven't really seen any action. The Chinese military hasn't seen any action. You know, despite being a part of the, you know, I think the majority of stuff they might have seen is with NATO. I know that they're on the Security Council at NATO, and sometimes they've sent some of their special forces, soldiers into, um, I don't think it's Namibia, or is it, my, is it, or is it it's a country where they've, they've, they've done some conflict with, um, I think Al-Shabaab. I mean, it's very little stuff. So I just kind of went on a tangent there. Anyways, so, you know, it's kind of interesting about that. Also, this stuff with FTX, I watched an interview or partial interview with San, San Bakeman Friedman. And, you know, he's trying to indicate he had no idea that there was melantent going on with his investments. And he became slowly starting to become aware of it the last month. And he was asked a direct question under oath, if he said he knew, and he said no. What is really interesting about this case is the fact that he has not been arrested yet. You know, if you look at certain things that have happened in history, like the only thing we can really compare to it is what happened with the Ponzi scheme with Bernie Madoff. I mean, he was arrested the next day. Now, the reason why he was arrested is because he knew it was a fraudulent activity. He knew what he was doing was fraud. He knew he was taking people's money and not really doing anything with it. And that's why he got arrested. So if you look at Sam Brakeman Freeman, I mean, what's really interesting about him is kind of the company he keeps. You know, before this whole thing happened with, with FTX, he was, you know, as I said before, he was having meetings, closed door meetings with Joe Biden. He was in the White House. He was in the Senate. And both of his parents teach law at Yale. Um, so you, you got to understand, like, he's probably talking to mommy and daddy about how to manage this whole situation. And they're giving him legal advice. And as long as he keeps saying no until they can prove it, you know, he's he's not going to go to jail. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in, with this interview tomorrow. Um, you know, when you look at him, he just has a T-shirt with frizzy hair and, you know, him and Liver King. You just look at him and you're like, you know. It's like people become really big off of lying about something that's not true. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, you know, it's like now we're having FTX and it's like it's almost comparable to Liver King who built his whole supplement thing, you know, you know, his his whole company on the supplements that I've taken and, you know, delivered a tale, but living a lifestyle at the same time of taking hella doses of trim and gear, you know, so for some reason... I I really think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But the Liver King thing is crazy. Like, I saw a thing right now with Carnivore MD where he came out renouncing distance and not going to stalk the Liver King. 
I'm like, Carnor and D might be full of it because they literally have a business together. How are you not going to talk to them? And if Liver King was my boy in that situation, I'd be like, you know what? I am going to stick with Liver King. You know, he's my business partner. I've known him for five years. Obviously, he's taking this, and I hope that he can find a better, healthier life. But why? I hate when people just step away from somebody because they're going through a little controversy. That's the whole point of being a friend or a business partner, you know? So I guess this kind of popped in. I guess Bill Clinton has tested positive for COVID. He's having mild systems. And, um, you know, he should, you know, I'm grateful to be vaccinated, boosted, which has kept me mild. I urge everyone to get the same, especially. So Bill Clinton, it's so funny, it pops up on Twitter. I really didn't know the value of Twitter until I realized, you know, stories just pop up. So, you know, hopefully you'll be good, Slick Rick. Um, but kind of looking into that, I mean, I still... I mean, it's like, it's just the internet is just producing a lot of things that aren't really true and no telling what else is going to come out. But Liver King with the snake oil, you know, it really is something to process. You know, it's like, if you look, what is, what is the comedy? You have Kanye, you have Sam Bakeman Freeman, and you have Liver King. And those are kind of like your social media stories. You also have Jake Paul calling out Patty the baddie to fight and box. Bro, Patty the Batty is a bad dude. And that guy, like, so I guess there was a there was a thing where Patty the Batty said that Jake Paul's fight was rigged with Sylvia. And Jake Paul said that's not true. He's like, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and come and spar with me in Puerto Rico. And if you do well, then I'll pay you a million dollars. And Patty the Batty's like, sure, I'll go. But I have a fight that weekend and he's coming in at 170. So it's like. I don't know. It's like, don't call it that, dude. You know, it's like, you know, this whole thing with Jake Paul. And, like, what I'm really starting to think is if people are saying something online and repeatedly saying it, it kind of seems like it could be true if you look at what's going on with, like, these internet stars. If you look at, you know, Liver King and how everyone's saying he's on steroids and he says no... And everyone's saying Jake Paul's fight's rigged, and he's saying no. It's like, how do we really know? You know? So you take it all with a grain of salt, essentially, is what it is. You know, it's like you can't regulate the internet, and people can still say whatever they want. But, man, if there is not just a mile of characters out there producing content and trying to rise to the top. All right, y'all. That's my cue. Thank you for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.